We're live. We are live. We are live. It is a Tuesday, and we're back for another Noodleberg Daily Huddle. We got off to a great start yesterday. Got back in the saddle. Got got back to working out. Got back to work. Got reorganized. Got back into everything. And you, sir, were in Jacksonville. How'd the speaking uh, engagement go? So this is a little backdrop. I've done some work in the tile industry, and the tile industry is made up of a culture of old school owners and old school salespeople. The whole business is sort of old school. So I've done some work. I've enjoyed the work I've done. This is their first time together since 2019. They do an event called Total Solutions. And they had a keynote speaker who I looked up was a great keynote speaker. I, I wasn't totally bummed that I wasn't, (laughs) but I did my modernizing the sales process. And of the 400 people that were at the event, half came to my event, you know, my breakout. Yeah. Um, So we had a packed room um, and it was so great because they were so engaged, laughing. It was just a lot of fun. Um, Great story for, for Shay who makes it happen. So so there we go. So that's, yeah. yeah, there, there's me on stage. There's the room. Um, the bottom right are people that are part of the true network who I actually, they live in Jacksonville. I'm speaking to their group in January. Um, and I invited them. I said, Hey, I'm in town. You want to come? So they came anyway, I get there very early to prepare and set up. You just never know their computer takes a dump. Hmm. We can use my computer. Well, I, plug in my computer but i don't have enough outlets to use the clicker so i'm like that's going to be a problem (laughs) it was great you know he's like well i can try and download a remote control thing you might be able to use your phone i dial up shay shay jumps into my computer which again look at this man he's my computer and he sat behind the computer for the whole presentation clicking away like clockwork. It was amazing. That man knows how to make it happen. So kudos to uh, whatever it takes, man. So one more story from your speaking event that just goes to show you the continued power of LinkedIn. So you speak to that group and Rudy, oh, I'm going to blank on his last name. Lorema, maybe? Yeah, yeah, Lorena. Lorena. Lorraine's Ru- Rudy takes a picture with you because he has his daughter there. He's all he was about so excited to see me. I've known Rudy. Rudy is he, he's part of Vistage. Right. I, I made a Vistage. Is he here? He does the huddle. R- Rudy, I met. I did a presentation six years ago to a Vistage group. And he was telling people that. And then somebody asked him in that crowd, he goes, so did he get better? And he goes, oh, did he get better? (laughs) So you guys take a picture. Rudy's there with his daughter, family business. And he posts on LinkedIn about family business, right? I see it. I like it. I comment on it. Like family affair, awesome stuff. Love it. I get a notification that somebody else comments on his post saying, Holy cow, this is a blast from the past. I've known the Noodleberg since elementary school. I go, I look, it's Alejandro Luna. I haven't spoken to Alejandro Luna in probably 20 years, like since we graduated from high school, but he's on LinkedIn. So I follow, connect, send him a message. 
We're going to grab coffee. So continuing that if you don't believe in LinkedIn and the way random things happen and the way people get attracted back into your life, it's just unbelievable the power of the tool. The uh, Actually, what always happens, and which is why I love speaking in an open group, right afterwards, people came up and go, dude, that was so engaging, so enlightening. Please call me. Let's do some. Well, I want you to speak to my team. I want you to do this. So, you know, when people get it, when the light bulb goes off for them, we've talked about it. It's almost like kids opening presents at Christmas. They go, wow, you know, we, <laughs> we had no idea that you yeah. could do it this way. So um, awesome stuff. And then. Uh, Wait, don't share your story yet. Let's go to wake up music. And okay. then when we come back from wake up music, we have a earth shattering event in Steve Newberg's life that yeah. happened last night. Must, must listen to grab your friends. You got to hear this. So let me set the stage for this story real quick, because for those of you that don't know Steve Nudelberg the way I do, he's not Mr. Fix-It, right? The extent of housework that he did as I grew up as a kid was basically a few yard clippings and we'd wash the cars. Like that was the manual work that we would do around the house. Everything else, it was like, yeah, get a guy. Just get a guy, somebody to do it. Somebody will come in and do it. We have like a guy, which it didn't matter if like we had to have an outlet replaced. Shay is my guy now. Shay is the guy now. Shay redoes the closets. Shay does anything that has to do with manual labor. Shay gets it done for my dad. As I ventured into my own adulthood, I started experimenting with my own, trying to push my boundaries of what I was capable for doing. And every time I would share with him, something that I had accomplished in the house. He'd be like, why don't you just hire somebody to do it? So last night, Steve Nudelberg, tell your story. Okay. So uh, staying in Jacksonville, you know, uh, you know, I'm not in hotels all the time. You look forward to a nice hotel stay. The view was great. The room was not. The air conditioner, every time the air conditioner went on, it was like a jackhammer. (laughs) Rock the room, Jay. It was like, holy cow. So didn't get a great night's sleep. It was on and off. Anyway, long story. I was really looking forward to a great night's sleep last night. Boom. I jump into bed. I'm ready for a great night's sleep. I'm deep in sleep and I hear chirp, chirp. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, shit. I like, as I open my eyes, the smoke detector in my bedroom is going off because I have a battery that's low. So like, I put the pillow over my head. I go, all right, there's no escaping this. I got to do it. I can't call Shay. It's 1230 at the man. So I go there's get the ladder. There is a boundary. For, <laughs> there is a boundary. I, wait, I get the ladder. I go to the room. I undo it. I wiggle, I get the battery out, 
Now, this is unbelievable. Earlier in the night, Jake needed batteries. And he goes, Dad, do you have batteries? I said, I have every battery known to man. <laughs> I have a drawer full of batteries. I made sure we got batteries. So I have the battery. I go back in. And like Mark said, I'm just not good at this, whatever. I'm whittling and playing. He's the worst whatever. at it. He's the hands down the worst. And I don't have the patience. It's, I'm tired. I'm like, I'm playing the victim, which I don't like to do. Anyway, I like slip in the battery, slip in the case. It goes, <laughs> I turn it and I'm like, yes, I fixed it. Man. I did it. I did it. And guess what? There was nobody there for me to tell. I couldn't wait till these dudes got up this morning to say, I fixed it. But most people don't get you a chance to do that with their smoke detector. Shay, show me what it's normally like when your smoke detector goes off. Oh, the smoke alarm. The smoke alarm's going off. That is exactly what it's like. And I was close. I was really close. Just, the geniuses like, oh, in my house. Tear it out of the wall. <laughs> the geniuses in my house have installed a smoke detector directly next to my oven. So like if the tiniest bit of smoke comes off of a pan in our uh, in our in our kitchen, it's oh. going off immediately. <laughs> so I basically just keep a chair next to it so that I can just hit the button immediately as soon as Listen, it goes off. Jeff. In my book, I write about celebrate the wins. <laughs> I want my fireman jet. <laughs> I love it. Well, we have a day full of topics from some of our favorite writers that are going to lead us down a journey of content. But before we do that, let's go to morning motivational music. We'll have some great music, and then we'll come back and we'll carry content for the rest of the show.
that breaking breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Todd Stevens' organization as chief technology officer. Because <laughs> he changed the battery in a smoke detector. I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, so. You cannot make this shit up. Getting to some real content for today. We always tell everybody, subscribe, fill your life with content. The inputs are so important. Well, there was a phenomenal 3-2-1 that came in from James Clear the other day. And his first topic on it was one of the only true shortcuts in life is finding an expert and apprenticing under them. So we're going to have this whole conversation about time today, about wasted time, how to manage your time, how to prioritize time. But I think the idea of trying to shortcut or trying to fast track, and you always use the term, people that are successful want to send the elevator back down. Correct. The reality for those people are they didn't take the elevator, right? They had to take the stairs to get there in order to send the elevator back down for somebody else to get to their level faster. I think that's how I was able to fast track myself a little bit in football. That's how when I got out, I spent my time learning from you. I've always had conversations from you. I didn't have to live your 40 years to gain a lot of your experience and learn from you to get to a level where I was having, able to have a conversation with you. You, you know, it, it's so interesting because I use that as a roadmap, but one of the first books that I really dug into, we're talking about authors was Zig Ziglar, you right. know, see you at the top. And he illustrated that the elevator was broken. Right. You had to take the steps and there's six steps, which maybe I'll do that tomorrow. I'll go back to Zig because that sure. book 25th anniversary but to me, it made logical sense. If you do this and you do this and you do this, one of the number one things was to ask. Right. You know, we talked about Dak yesterday. All you need, wear it on your wrist. Ask. Ask when people ask me, I am honored. I'm thrilled to, you know, send it back down, if you will, because I did it. And right. that's what I think what happens to people is they totally connect to either the person or persons that they connected to, you know, God rest his soul, Arnold Thaler, and hopefully Scott is there, was one of those guys for me that changed the direction of my life because he gave me knowledge that I couldn't get anywhere else. So, you know, people talk about going to school to get knowledge. This kind of knowledge isn't in a book. Yep. <laughs> you know, this is the kind of shit that's right, straight bow and arrow right to the heart. So, and Mike, Mike says, is it a combination of elevator and stairs? I think that's kind of my point is that if you're willing to ask, if you're willing to spend the time to apprentice underneath an expert in the space, you're able to gain a lot of that experience. And I call it learned experience, right? You didn't actually experience it because you can't, the, the, the expert did. But if you're willing to spend the time underneath them, studying them, studying from them, you're able to get to a level that they were at in order to then take the platform to a new place. Now, that's going to require stairs. That's going to require more work. That's going to require you doing something else. But I think that's the point is that it's our responsibility to take what people have done before us and not repeat it, but actually use it and elevate from it and grow from it. Awesome. So I am going to um, 
not agree with Christian, which is why I love that he's in here. And this is a good forum, any great salesperson. So let's agree in this forum that we are not salespeople because that's what I started with yesterday. Sales is dead. Nobody wants to be sold. You don't want to be sold. So let's start with people who are trying to develop themselves or develop opportunity. So if you are a developer instead of a salesperson, right, you can ask anything to anybody up front without even knowing them. That could be the connection point is, hey, Mr. So, Mrs. So-and-so, hey, you know, the way I got to, to know Jesse Itzler was I asked, like, dude, you're different. You show up differently. Your hair is crazy. You're wearing, a, you know, a, a thing around your head. You do you better than anybody. And you win at that. You know, so I learned a lot from him because of that. So the connectivity thing is they ask, hey, and here's where people get in trouble. Their ego gets in front of them. They go, well, I, I don't want to look like a fool or yeah. I want to look like I know it all, which is the dumbest thing at right. all, at all, because there's knowledge everywhere. And it's not the one piece of knowledge. It's what you do with it and create your own puzzle, which is why the coaching is so great that we do. There's no cookie cutter. You know, right. we've won against other coaching systems where they're putting together, here's what we're going to do over the next 12 weeks. I have no idea what we're going to do over the next 12 weeks. I know we're going to analyze it. I know we're going to break it down. I know we're going to do real-time feedback loop. So it's really cool. So that's, and so Lindsay comes in and says, you know, developer here, right? That That's the difference. And it's very interesting to me in the way we talk about all the time, words matter, right? So if you're thinking of yourself as a salesperson, but tomorrow we're going to spend a bunch of time with the United Kronos uh, group and we are going to talk to the business development representatives. So, and I'm going to tease what we're going to talk about a little bit with them is if you were to really break down their title, they are the representatives of the development of new business. And so I wanted to dive into, I was like, how would you define that? If you were a BDR, as, as people call it in the business world, and, and that's the way they shorten it, how would you define what that means to people, right? And so then I wanted to say, well, let's go find some other definitions of what development is. And we love the game of chess. You talk about, we talked about it before, the lessons that you can use for life and for business from chess. But the chef, chess de- definition of develop is the process of bringing one piece into play in the opening of a phase of a game. So you're responsible for getting your piece in the game. That's it. That's all you're supposed to do is get in the game. I love so it. then if you if you were to then define that in the world in the realm of business, how do you get your piece in the game? How do you get into somebody's world to have an opportunity? Because that's the way we we define it is opportunity creation. What are the tools you use to get your piece in the game? If you're not using social media, you're way out. So it leads you to the tactics, but that's what it's really about. And then you go down the other definitions of development, which I love, are a specified state of growth or advancement, an event constituting a new stage in a changing situation, grow or cause to grow and become more mature, advanced, or elaborate. Nowhere in there does it say sell. 
Nowhere in there does it say force somebody to do something they don't want to do. All it's talking about is actual nurturing, actual maturity, and actually getting yourself opportunity to continue to advance. You know, so I get up in front of all these people yesterday, and the name of my presentation is Modernizing the Sales Process. So they're all coming thinking, oh, this yeah. guy's going to give me the holy grail of sales. And my first slide is, sales is dead. And, and I say it. I'm standing there going, sales is dead. And they're all looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? And I go, I want to ask you a question. Anybody in here like being sold? Nobody raised their hand. Does everybody in here know when they're being sold? Oh, oh there's the conversation. You know, I said, right. why would you try and train your organization to sell? You know, that's, there's something fundamentally wrong with it. And one guy asked a question. Phenomenal. He said, does, does this mark a new era for inside salespeople? And I was running across the street. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, because inside salespeople notoriously got a list and sat there and just banged away on the phone to a kid where it was annoying or banged away. Right. On email. I said, if you arm that team, you know, with the tools that we talk about, yep. they will be so much more powerful. So forget about inside, outside. How about creating developers? And he went nuts. He was like, <laughs> you, know, was, you, you changed my perspective in 15 minutes. It's not hard to see. It's hard to unlearn. So for all of the learners like me, when you hold on to something that you've done for 50 plus years, right. it's hard to say that doesn't work. It doesn't work now. Right. It doesn't work that way anymore. And so that's when we talk about modern prospecting, that's another words matter, right? We did this with City Furniture said the word prospect. Do you want to be a prospect? Do you like being on somebody's prospect list? No. Do you want to be prospected? No. Sounds like, uh, like uh, a you know, full moon. You know? Right. It's the moon. number one activity that people throw off their calendar in sales because like, ah, oh, it's so much work. I don't really want to do that. Nobody, nobody likes the word prospecting. If you remove the word prospecting and, and replaced it with connecting, and then said, okay, well, if I have to do connecting activities, what do I have to do in order to connect with people? You change everybody's vision of what it means to be prospecting or what it means to be. Pro I'm not looking. I'm not prospecting you. I'm connecting with you. Why am I connecting with you? It's a whole way different conversation. Totally, totally agree. And while we're talking about learning and education, shout out to Mary Beth. Um, who is our friend, our client. Today, she gets to actually wear the cap and gown and walk, graduating from uh, Flagler College. Um, so good for you, Mary. We're so proud of you. Uh, great work. She is absolutely one of my favorite clients because her appetite to be coachable is insatiable. She is just, you know, and you talk about it. We're talking about it with the folks from, you know, UKG. If you don't want to be coached, don't get in our world. <laughs> it's a waste of both people's times. The people who want to learn, all you got to do is just 
put the IV in and start taking the blood, baby. Start taking the blood. So Con- congrats, Mary Beth. Awesome Doctor, conversation today. <laughs> Great start to a Tuesday. We've been teasing this time management content. So we'll either do it tomorrow or we'll do Zig Ziglar tomorrow and then we'll do time management Thursday. But there's more coming. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. Have a tenacious Tuesday. Let's get down to business. Tenacious, man. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this.